Why is it that certain cultures eat certain things? Eating insects isn't a big deal in lots of places, parts of Asia and Africa, for example. But here in the U.S., larvae at snack time can be the stuff of nightmares, while in parts of Asia, cheese seems repulsive. So where do our food preferences come from and why? Reporter Sally Herships went on a New York odyssey to find out. Oh, and if you're eating, I'm just saying you might want to step away from your food for the next few minutes. There are picky eaters, and then there are the gastronauts of the world. What's the oddest thing by American standards you've ever tried? The blood thing. The blood thing, right. We had the blood dinner, everything was bloody, and I loved it. What, what does blood taste like? It's like uh, red wine almost, but more like uh, aged and uh, spoiled and stinky. But it tastes good. I like it. Irina Lust is a member of the Gastronauts, a club for adventurous eaters in New York. Tonight, the group is having Uzbek Bukharan Jewish food in Queens. Eyeballs? That's probably my favorite weird thing that I've had through doing this. Ben Raisher, another gastronaut. They're genuinely really amazing. I would eat eyeballs every day if it was practical. But even the most adventurous eaters have their likes and dislikes. Curtis Callio is the Gastronauts' founder. I don't like beans that much. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. And I, I can eat anything. I mean, crickets, beans, crickets. They're, if they're fried and salted, yeah. Eyeballs, beans. Eyeballs. I love eyeballs. I've had goat eyeballs that were spectacular. Aside from beans, Calio will eat almost anything. So I had rat the other day. Rat is Calio's version of sushi, a food he was kind of freaked out about trying. And then I put it in my mouth, and I start to chew, and I taste it. And, and I go, okay, so this is rat, and I'm eating it, and it tastes good. Beans or rat? Rat. <laughs> <laughs> Why rat over beans? You can kind of sum it up in three words, salt, fat, and sugar. Kalila Jaffe is the food program coordinator at NYU. Beyond salt, fat, and sugar, she says there are a couple of theories. You eat what you eat because the environment formed your culture, and it's very kind of environmentally deterministic. Because you only have certain things available to you. That's one possible reason certain cultures see insects as a tasty snack. Bugs are plentiful and a great source of protein. Then there's the other side of the debate. We eat what we eat because... That's what our parents ate. It's what we recognize as food culturally. Take cheese. Jaffe says when cheese was first introduced into Eastern Asia, it was viewed as really disgusting. Cheese is made from milk, which is this white secretion that is squeezed out of the mammaries of animals. And then you take it, introduce things like bacteria and mold, let it get funky until it actually stinks. And then you eat it. It's kind of gross. And once culture comes in, our food preferences can become even more complicated. So how do we decide what's off limits? Is it nature or nurture? Generally, things like stones and feces is pretty much a universal avoidance. Psychologist Paul Rosen studies how humans relate to food at the University of Pennsylvania. He says it's mostly nurture. After all, we are omnivores. There are a lot of different things we could eat. We don't eat bats. We don't eat rats. We don't eat the most common mammals. Think about all the animals we could eat. We're practically eating nothing. Rosen says that's because almost all of the food taboos in the world are about animals. He says we think by eating animals, we'll become more animalistic. 
So instead of asking why we find meats like rat, disgusting, we should be wondering, why do we make exceptions for beef or chicken? Well, we like them. And in this culture, we disguise the origin of our animal food. I don't even eat sunny side up egg. Like, I eat them scrambled. I don't even... I, don't, I want the yolk and the whites to have done their beautiful magic together in a quiche. Krista Kavoris is a recovering picky eater in New York. I convinced her to join me and Ben Racher, the gastronaut at a Philippine restaurant, Maharlika, for a balut tasting. Wondering what balut is? Nicole Ponseca owns the restaurant. Partially, it is a developed duck. Balut is a boiled, fertilized duck egg. Ponseca brought out a plateful for Ben and Krissa to try. Oh, it just looks so good. I really want to dare myself here. Krissa, can you describe what, what you're looking at? So I'm looking at what I think is the yolk, mostly. It's sort of like veiny, but then, you know, what, what jarred me was this little leg in here. When you crack the shell of your balut, you'll see a yolk, some white, the soup, really embryonic fluid, and a duck fetus. Ben ate most of the balut. Krista did try the eggy part and the broth, but she drew a line at the fetus. She says normally her food doesn't come with a face. This is the most adventurous thing I've ever eaten by a power of, I'm going to go with five, you know. I don't know if you could call this the most adventurous thing I've had. I like, because like, in the Philippines, this is normal. This is not weird. Oh, yeah. Right. Literally, it's the equivalent of, like, a ho-ho. <laughs> but Ponseca, who grew up eating balut, says she's freaked out by milk. And that's the thing. Ho-ho or embryo, what seems good to you and gross to someone else is kind of like turning milk into cheese. It all comes down to culture. For the world, I'm Sally Herships in New York. What's the most adventurous thing you've eaten? Share your stories of stepping outside your food comfort zone at theworld.org. The weirdest, freakiest food I ever ate? I tweet at Marco Werman. Follow me on Twitter. I'll tweet it later. I'm not going to say it on the air. This is PRI.